It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is Ears Up Podcast, and we're here with you on a, well, right now it's on a Wednesday night, but you don't care about that. You're podcast listeners. It could be <laughs> Sunday for all for all you people know, for all I know, for all I know about you and your weird behaviors. It's true. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm just making sure, because yeah. things I have to say are very important. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's that's accurate. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us uh, here uh, again on Years Up Podcast. Uh, we have a cool show for you guys tonight. It's uh, tentatively called Things to Do at Night, but um, I think on the uh, YouTube, you can li- you can watch us live on YouTube, by the way, for all of our broadcasts. Um, I think it's called It's Nighttime in Disneyland, Now What? Yeah. I like that. And uh, Yeah, I oh, think so, good. too, because it makes a little more sense to me for some reason. Yeah, I called the YouTube thing Disney After Dark, but then I was like, that could be like... Yeah, I feel so like, many. Things. I feel like you need like a little a certain more type of music playing. If you're <laughs> yeah. gonna call it that, yeah, that's a whole different <laughs> show. That's like the secret. Show. That's the that's secret <laughs> show. It's a very <laughs> secret show, yes. especially because everyone in this room is married. That's more secret than I ever yeah. want to know about. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's true. Um, find us on iTunes. Rate us on iTunes. Tune in, uh, Stitcher, all that kind of stuff. Bev is choking on water. so that's, If it's not ice, it's water. It's a new concept for Bev, <laughs> drinking things. It was carbonated. It was a big a big swig. Sorry. It's I'm good. Right. Hey, guys. Popping big bottles. That's all Bev does. Popping bottles. bottles. Bev. I called you Bev. 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 That's all Bev buzz. <laughs> um, Song of the South, Beverly. Bev. <laughs> Stop it. I can't oh, say that. <laughs> I can't say those things. <laughs> Um, don't forget, we're on social media, so join <laughs> us. You'll get to know when the show happens, uh, hopefully within a couple hours before it starts. Uh, we are admittedly very bad about that, but we're trying to get better. We're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, probably more so than anything else. We're on Pinterest as well, halfway. Um, you can send feedback on this show to Taryn. Two-thirds. Um, you can send compliments on this show or to ter- on Terrence or it, frankly anything. If you anything. like, if you really like bananas, or if you love grapefruit, or if you have a really good meme, or if you have a great meme, yes. it's just anything you want to enjoy with Terrence that goes to Terrence. I need memes, please. Uh, you can say hi, hi. to Bev, and uh, anything else comes to me at Jason, and uh, the extension there is earsup podcast dot com. Uh, ears up with a Z, please. Um, also, we have our blog, all our Disney info, animated classics review, which is my turn to do, and I haven't done it yet, and that bothers me. I have to do one, and I just haven't done it. Which one is it? I forget. It's the one right it's after. Some that the other. nobody has ever seen. You're right. consistently good at these. I'm really, I'm, I'm great. <laughs> We're all really good, and then the next one is something nobody's ever seen, and that one's mine. And and I, I just like want to. It's on YouTube, through though. these ones until we get to the good ones. Until we get to the ones that people care about. Yeah, like the yeah. Lion King. Yeah, people have seen. Yeah, <laughs> there's a few before the Lion King. Yeah, right now I know. We're in the 40s. About. Honestly, I don't even mind watching something that nobody's seen. I just don't want to have to rip it apart. Yeah. I want to have nice things to say about it. That's true, and you know, it is. It is just. I, I'm just was curious is to see if the storytelling of of days of old kind of holds up still. Right. right. 
Uh, and if and if we're really kind of going after Disney and being fans of Disney and the old cartoons because of nostalgia, because they were cool. I mean, let's be honest. Most people listening to the show weren't around in the 40s. I, I feel like, you know, I feel like grandma's probably not, you know, going, why won't iTunes sync to my right, robot? Exactly. You know what I mean? That's probably so, true. Are, you know, to my robot. Yeah. So do we care about old Disney stuff because it's, it exists or do we care about it because it's actually good? And, uh, yes. Know, mm-hmm. Both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, you're, you're not wrong. Uh, if you want to support us, you can do your Amazon shopping via our Amazon link. Go to yours.pipeandpodcast.com and check that out. Uh, we accept recurring donations via PayPal, if PayPal is your John, or you can go to <laughs> patreon.com slash, thank you, slash ears up. Did we do the Johns on this it show was or was one. it Secret Show? It was the other one. Yeah. All right, well. You're welcome. Secret Show, whatever. Um, <laughs> you can go to patreon.com slash ears up and then uh, subscribe that way. It's a reoccurring donation. And every month you get a cool thing uh, from the aforementioned secret show for our $8 level. Or at the 12 bucks you get the show, plus you get a little hand-drawn uh, thing by our friend Lulu. And it just goes up and up from there. So uh, check it out. It's like a reoccurring Kickstarter. Mm-hmm. And uh, it really does help us out a lot. So thank you very much for that. You can also go to getcoveears.com and buy the greatest thing to hit uh, hit the top of your head since the Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> Um, blah, blah, blah. Tickets are still on sale for our 100th show. We're at Ralph Brennan's Jazz Kitchen in downtown Disneyland, November 11th. Tickets are 50 bucks, and if you have kids or less than that, you get a cool gift bag, you get a raffle ticket, you get a bunch of stuff uh, just for going. Plus a little bit of food. And, uh, you know, then you can buy more raffle tickets if you want. And we're putting together raffle prizes right now. It's pretty awesome. Uh, Jeremy from Spectra Radio will be our fifth chair. He's going to sit in Mm -hmm. and do the show with us. And that's going to be awesome. And uh, hopefully we'll have uh, a couple other people there. Maybe Kyle Sherman. That'd be cool. uh, Our good friend Kyle there, too. We're going to do games and things, too. They're going to be, like, interactive. It's mostly going to be games, I think. I think that's what you have to do. People don't want to sit and watch us. I think it'd be really boring, although we are really exciting to watch. Uh, and we're all really pretty. <laughs> all, all really, especially right now at this moment in time. This moment. Um, we all look really look our best. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, I think that, um, what do I think? I mean, I think we should do, I haven't planned it out yet because it's still 89 months away or whatever. It's actually 127 days away. I don't see that. Oh, gosh. It might be 28, 128, but I just looked up our hotel reservation and it told me and I was like, oh. That's That's coming up pretty close. That's coming up. Um, I haven't figured out too much, but I do want to sit and do part of our show. Either, I I think maybe history might be too boring, but it may be something like this, what we're going to talk about, where it's kind of a roundtable discussion Mm -hmm. so people can see us do our thing. But for the most part, I just want to have fun. So we're going to do like like a um, uh, not Wheel of Fortune, Family Feud, Family Feud style game. We're working on a game to. It, I think it's going to be called Beat Jeremy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I already love it. Yeah, yeah. so we're, we're doing stuff. Yeah, we're doing cool. stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, we have new shirts in stock at T Public. Um, we're working on some more T-shirts too. We're going to have a lot of shirts here in a couple months. I'm really, really excited about it. More yeah. churro stuff. We're getting yeah. back to the churro. I want our new shirts. The churro I want all designs. of them. Buy I know. Them. That's, that's kind of <laughs> going to. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, so anyway, the, for uh, tickets to the show on November 11th, go to brownpapertickets.com and search for us. <laughs> Do you realize that every time you say that now, I'm thinking of the trap song that you made? Brown listen. paper, paper tickets. <laughs> boom, boom. Okay. Uh, you're right. Yeah. That should be a Migos song. We should cover it. Yeah, Jason's got me song. into trap music. Like, Why? I'm the whitest girl in the entire world <laughs> listening to trap music. Trap transcends. 
Does it? Yeah. Does it? <laughs> Trap is for everybody. Is Trap it? is your friend. Trap loves you. <laughs> I still don't... Never mind. Beepo down. Um, <laughs> Taryn. Yes. Go ahead and do some feedback, please. All right. Wait. Okay. I had to make sure the show was recording. Go ahead, Taryn, and do some feedback, please. All right. The first one is from Ryan. Hi, Ryan. I hopped over from the BN network to see what kind of debauchery was going on with this podcast and was impressed with how entertaining it was. Listened nonstop through the Space Mountain history episode. I'm 38 and haven't been to Disneyland since the 90s. I actually don't remember any music on Space Mountain, just tracks and screams. So it was that long ago. I'm currently a dad of twin boys, almost two years old. I'm thinking a Disneyland vacation is inevitable. However, probably not until they turn four or five. Anyways, uh, plan to listen to more shows. Keep up the good work. They're free now. Awesome. Yeah, that's what I was going to... My my advice is go now, because they're free. (sighs) My advice is wait. Pay for it. No, 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 no. it's Because I think it'd be so much better... To have you've a been, you've been with Abby an accessible at, child at two, and she was pretty awesome. I didn't spend all day with her. I didn't have to go back and change her diaper and t- put her down for a nap and make sure she ate. She never napped. Yeah, she passed out in her stroller. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, she napped, but I didn't have to do anything. Right, such as Abby. Well, anyway, I'd but, say go f- go while they're free. Yeah, all right. You're gonna go. And it, actually, it is so cute to go when they're that age because things are real for them. And you watch like t- I took Abby to Tiki Room when she was like. 10 or 11 months old and like I have pictures of her eyes just like <laughs> busting out of her head because she was just like what's going on? But that's just her eyes. No, like she's a, kind of a little malformed in that way. Oh my god. Stop it. Moving I'm on. I'm not sure what I'm going to throw at you. I'm, <laughs> I'm deciding actually. As we right. Well let me know. Uh, Taryn, John please, please continue. Which one? Both. The one with okay. the butt or without? <laughs> Go ahead, anyway. Uh, the next one is from Rich. Uh uh, what's up, Ears Up crew? This is Rich and Ventura. Uh, we were listening to the episode about Easter eggs, and since we were going to the park the following weekend, we decided to take it as a challenge. We found all but one, that oh, Lego wow. minifigure. But knowing how small they are, I feel like finding it would be a needle in a haystack. We also added a few of our own. Um, as you know, the windows represent different people special to Disney, uh, not only due to achievements, but are, but some are important to the rides when they were built. And the popcorn turners are themed to the land and sometimes a uh, different time of the year. Also, I look for the Eeyore sign every time, um, hoping to see it on my own, but I always have to ask for help. Uh, and speaking of indie, there's a rope to pull and the lettering. And in Fantasyland, the Golden Apple Evil Queen on the Snow White ride count, in my opinion. So challenge created, challenge accepted, challenge defeated. Nice. Great well job. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was defeated because you missed the Lego, oh, John. But have it's you ever fine. seen the Lego, John? I didn't even know it was there. Exactly. <laughs> As always, uh, Rich and Ventura, and see you in the park. P.S. We haven't tried the Churro Challenge lately, but I'll keep you informed. P.P.S. Hi, Bev. Hi. Hmm. Hello. Hello. I think the uh, the rope in Indy is a good one because yeah. not many people know about it. Well, and now like the line hardly ever is just stopped there, so you just walk right past it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. I do wonder what they're doing about uh, because it, as you walk through like that room with the spikes and the ceiling drops, there was that bamboo thing that you could push mm-hmm. on to lower it to do that effect, but that hasn't worked in a year or two. Yeah, and it's so yeah. it's been longer than a year or two, and yeah? it's so it's so um, dis. Disformed? Yeah, is that a sure. word? Okay, so beaten yeah. Up. yeah, so beaten up that like you touch it and it just like wobbles around twelve <laughs> yeah. times. It's broken. So, true. Yeah, it is. It's broken. But yeah, yeah I, I think that the was one. a cool effect because yeah. you had to hit it hard enough to trigger the effect. You can't just move it slightly and be like, I don't understand. And so that was always fun to see mm-hmm. people try to 
do it and you can't do it and then you come up and go wham and then and it then, goes especially yeah. since in that portion they have the uh, don't step on the diamond uh, diamond squares yeah. so most people are looking down at that moment and then oh. you hit the yeah. effect and it scares the crap out of the, the, the uh, poop that, yeah sure. I say crap, crap there's a crap out of them yeah. So, yeah. I even say crap in front of my parents <laughs> I don't swear in front of my parents and at I'm all th- over 30 I know yeah. I am over 30 but I still don't but I do say crap I don't swear. I added that one. Go ahead, Terry. You're bold. By the time you get 50, you'll say doo-doo. Maybe. All right. Uh, The next one is from Brenna. Hello, Ears Up team. Hello. (laughs) I recently discovered your podcast in my first venture into podcasts. Um, I've been slowly moving all of my belongings from Southern California, where I've lived for the past eight years, back to the Bay Area where I grew up. Welcome. The drives have been... uh, have slowly been driving me insane, and that's until I came across your podcast. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's a rough drive uh, once a year. Yeah. Right, several times, it yeah, sounds like. Yeah, dude. It's the worst. As an avid Disney goer, past cast member, and Disney history lover, I checked out many Disney podcasts, but yours takes the cake. The, dynam- the dynamic of your group kept like me cake. laughing while making the grueling six-hour drive for the third time in the month of June. Oh, gross. Probably during the day, and it's like 180,000 degrees outside. She says, for that, I have to say thank you. Oh, well, you're welcome, dude. (laughs) You are very welcome. I'm glad we can help. Yeah. I especially love your history-centered podcast and have been obnoxiously telling everyone that will listen about it all the cool (laughs) facts I've learned. Good. Appreciate that. My biggest regret about leaving Southern California will be my lack of proximity to Disneyland, and your podcast is helping to ease that blow. As as it's good to know the Disney magic is alive is alive and well up north too. Please yes. keep up the great work and keep the podcast coming. I still have a few more trips to make this summer. Oh, jeez, <laughs> dude, hire <laughs> mo- sell your stuff. Yeah. I guarantee you. In the middle of us moving, like we're moving, right? I guarantee you, you do not have anything that is not better off being <laughs> sold off and replaced. Word, nothing. Seriously. Uh, thank you for keeping me awake and entertained on these drives. Sincerely, I regret not renting a U-Haul, also known as Brenna. All right. <laughs> um, next one is from Stephanie. Hello, guys. I Hi, just, Stephanie. I just finished listening to your most recent show, and I wanted to let you know that Big Thunder Trail, which used to house the petting zoo and connects Frontierland and Fantasyland, has reopened. Okay, good. Great. You'll be able to enjoy it when you take your trip to the parks in September. I will also be in the parks in September from the 4th to the 9th for my birthday. If you'll be there at the same time, I'd love to meet up and say hi. Maybe we enjoy a churro together. just going to miss you. I know. By a we'll, day. By we'll be leaving, a day. I'm leaving on the 3rd. Yeah. Oh, man. Bummer. Um, I'm sorry. Go on. Sorry. Go um, on. I wanted to give you some feedback. By the way, this is the email that kind of uh, bummed me out, and you'll find out why. Okay. Um, I wanted Uh-oh. to give you some feedback regarding Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout as well. I like My- you almost called the garlics. Garlics. Garlics of the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, garlics of the galaxy, which made me hungry again, I'm even though I'm of really the pizza full. In the other room. That's a restaurant <laughs> they're open next door to the ride. Garlics of the galaxy. My husband and I attended the. Galactic premiere party on on uh, oh. May twenty seventh, and it was worth every penny of the hundred and fifty dollars we spent for the tickets. This this it didn't bum me out; it pissed me off. <laughs> it, it made me it made me actually uh, like upset. My blood pressure Got a little hot. You'll find out why because because <laughs> just remember our trials and tribulations with the ninety five dollar Tower of Terror Adios yeah. thing. Yeah, 
Okay. So we enjoyed Context. some galactic cocktails, observed Groot and the awesome dance party, sat in on a panel featuring Joe Rode and other Imagineers, and got to be one of the first 2,000 members of the general public to enjoy the ride. We rode it five times that night. We could have ridden it a dozen times that night, as the wait was only 15 minutes at the most. Five times was enough, though. When we left, we were given a swag bag that included a hat, tote bag, collectible pin. This anger is not d- directed towards you, Stephanie. No, absolutely um, not. <laughs> uh, Tivin ambassador name tag, ride poster, comic book, and portrait of the collector himself. Everything is dated and limited edition. These oh swag bags were going for over $200 on eBay the very next day. Savvy sellers got to go to the party for free or may have even made money on the experience. As for the ride itself, I think it's far superior to Tower of Terror. The queue is better is better themed. Guardians of the Galaxy are far more relevant than Twilight Zone. And the tone of the ride is more party adventure than outdated suspense. Also, the drop sequences, music section, and visual scenes are all randomized. So the experience can be different every time you ride it. In my opinion, got GM, GMB. I can't. I, Guardians of the Galaxy. Galactic. Dig breakout. It's fine. I don't the know. ride. It's a yes. much better experience than Tower of Terror ever was. Okay. Anxiously waiting the next episode of Ears Up, Stephanie. Well, Stephanie, <laughs> you are an awesome person for yeah. getting to do that. But curse you, Disney! You took our money and gave us nothing! Do you think they... Do you think they stepped it up because yes. of the yeah. crap show that you guys dealt with? Well, I and Jason, think for don't, sure. Don't let's give Disney some credit. They gave us a ticket for the option to right. buy a souvenir. They gave us a great opportunity to buy something for thirty five dollars. Yeah, that's what they gave and us. And even if we did, they gave us horse deovers, yes, hors d'oeuvres. Literally, that's it. We had to buy, pay for our booze. Pro. Nobody knew how to use a credit card machine. Mm-hmm. It was. So we had Terrible. one glass. That's that's a that's a womp womp yeah. moment yeah. for sure. I, I read this. I read this thing and I was mad. I was heated. Well, I mean, it kind of makes sense because they're they're ushering out the old, and then when you bring in the new, you want to have as much energy and excitement as possible. But man, Matt, I get is, it. it that totally is matter. so different. I feel and, and, so and different. I, I feel like I missed my opportunity to complain about it because now yeah, if we write in, yeah, yeah. I mean, I could write in and be like, "Look, I heard what you guys did for the Guardians of the Galaxy. We paid for the Tower of Terror and got nothing. Right? We right. are never going to do this again. Right. And maybe they'll give us a night in the Dream Suite. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. And Joe Road was there too. That's amazing. I, that guy is like. Big yeah. and imagineering. That's awesome. I mean, yeah, they sorry, picked the guys, right one. The, but, uh, awesome, Stephanie. More I think about your experience, like the more I just can't believe that it was allowed to happen. I know. Yeah. Like just as as somebody who plans things, like kind of for a living. Yeah. Like who was in charge of that? Right. Yeah. Even just the getting in. Like it's all of it. It's terrible. <laughs> Horrible. But anyway, good job on you. Yeah, Stephanie. that's awesome, Stephanie. I'm glad that it was better for you. Five <laughs> times. And I think that if I had known about this, I wouldn't I would have said, No way am I gonna do that. Yeah. After that last Oh experience. no, exactly. But maybe you you've rekindled my faith, Stephanie. Yeah. Um and our last one is um actually a comment on a secret show. Uh this is from oh. Keola. Uh-oh. No joke. Best secret show to date. I like the Disney news and Disney stuff, but hearing you all talk about feelings and other topics was amazing. If you're not going to do these types of shows for the secret show again, would it be possible to create a whole brand new podcast? Oh, God. Love the all f- the thinks and feels. <laughs> Called feelings. Feels. Feelings. 
Well, we talked about doing a show on the last, I think it was on the last secret show called She Gone. She Gone. Oh. Where it's Bev and Taryn we just, giggle? just giggling and drinking, which yeah. I will have no part of. Man. Uh, but yeah. I think that comment was about our uh, the previous secret the previous show one. Oh, about was. Terrence and his, uh, his family. And no, no, it wasn't about that. I thought it was about the other. Can I say what it was about? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I thought it was about the um, uh, Hollywood. Yeah, Hollywood and actresses and writers and stuff like that. Those we were really. This, oh yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah. the same one. Was it Wasn't that one episode? about 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 Tupac? Possibly. Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, remember. you're right. That was the same show. Possibly. Oh, okay. No, it's fine. I don't I remember. It, it, yeah, it's good. All right. It's good. It's good. Terrence is uh, he's in his happy place right now. I'm trying to be. <laughs> Um, That's it for is feedback. That it? Yep. Okay. That's good feedback. We did it. That yeah. is very good feedback. Now let's move to the best segment on this show. Yes. Terrence. Well, so Jason and I, we have recently watched all of the Jaws series. Okay. So we're, we're watching a lot of people in water and a lot of people diving and all this stuff. And it made me think about um, overpopulation of the earth. And that's <laughs> well, the that, solution. That part, all right. It is. No, this is the thing. It is. So we're spending all of our time and money trying to find a way to like live on Mars and the moon. Why aren't we trying to find a way to create tunnels so we can live underwater? There's all this unused space where we are. So like Sea Lab 2021 or whatever. Yeah, that show pretty was. much. Like or like a SpongeBob people, uh, even. People are. I'm sorry. What did you just say? <laughs> SpongeBob. <laughs> I was with her. I mean, I kind of was too until, until, until she mentioned the documentary SpongeBob. Oh my god! I didn't god. say the documentary. I know, but you're but you're putting it in a real life context, yeah, which so. it's funnier if I think that you oh. really think it's a documentary. Well, like oh. that one that the like the squirrel or oh whatever. My god. She wears like a thing. Sandy. Her name is Sandy. I mean, we wouldn't be able to do that. We would need to build like actual tunnels. Yeah, because of the pressure and all of that. Yeah, like there'd be a <laughs> okay. there's a lot, but it can't be more than going to the moon. Like, why aren't we? Why aren't we um, condensing our, our resources here to, to find more land, more places to live? Why are we trying to go to space? I think they've, I think they've tried to do that for like fifty years, and it's just not feasible. But fifty years ago, we didn't have the technology we do today. Prove it. No. Right. Let me Google. Why don't we live underwater? I feel like it makes perfect sense. You can go live underwater, Taryn, anytime. <laughs> I actually would. I like, as I've said, I love water. I really because you want to be a salmon. That's what you said. I, I would. Yes. Yeah. I have. Are you kidding me? I have no more faith in us in as a society. No. When I type in "Why don't we live?" That's all I type okay. into Google. Why don't we live? Why don't we live forever? Why don't we live together? Why don't we live on the moon? Why don't we live underground? Why don't we live underwater? <gasps> See? I'm not the only one. Maybe people no, are, that doesn't are make it better. People are looking into it, but I don't think it's feasible as a project. I just The I, BBC. Future. Just, Will I, we ever live underwater? There you go. And actually funny that the article is one word. No. Aww. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
Uh, okay, everybody, it's time for our show topic, which is called It's Nighttime in Disneyland. <laughs> now what? <laughs> Now is when the fun happens, right? So basically, and I and I I think that this is a good show for a few reasons. Number one, because we're really nice, but also um, because I think a lot of people miss out on the nighttime experience. For those of us who who are park marathoners and stay till the close, right till yeah. the end of the thing, um, the park thins out. There's a lot of people who go home, mm-hmm. and I don't think they fully understand how cool the park is at night. Yeah. So we're going to go through. I'm just going to read. We made a list uh, uh, beforehand about 11 things, but we may hit them all. We may not. And then we're just going to go around and talk about the things and why we all put them on the list and we all either agree or disagree that it's a ride that would be better um, done at night. Okay. So the first one we're going to talk about is the Tiki Room. Ah, yes. So Okay. Go, sorry. No, it's fine. Go ahead, Darren. I never thought of... I mean... A lot of you guys had this on your list. Like, I, I'm really curious to see why, because it's indoor. Like, what's the? How is it any different? Um, it goes back for me. It's the queue. So, um, typically, it's really hot during the day um, in Disneyland, and it gets kind of cool at night. And so, for I like being right by the Tiki Room. We get a little bit of a breeze coming off of uh, the Jungle Cruise, a little bit of that, of that smell. But then you have the Tiki torches going as well. The way. They uh, they light up the outside. It it really um, heightens the anticipation. And another thing that I didn't realize until uh, we just went, it was the last thing that uh, Becca and I did with the kids. Mm-hmm. And it was like ten thirty or so when we were going in. At that point, there's usually so few people that are going in, and the people, the cast members that work there are kind of tired because they've been doing it for most of the day. Yeah, they play it up. Like oh, if, really? it's, if it's like a twenty minute tiki room show, yeah. the guy went on for about fifteen minutes beforehand, like riffing and hilarious. Like oh, wow. like Robin Williams at the height of his comedy career, hilarious. Like I had tears in my eyes. This I, dude was so funny. I doubt that. No, hilarious. <laughs> like what? What did he say? I don't, don't remember off the top was of my head. Like, but he's doing it like doing impersonations. Like he why started, don't scuba divers fall forward when they go in the water? Because if Cause they, they'd be in the boat, because they'd fall in the boat. No, know? it's no, it was actually no? funny. Right. Uh, no, but he was doing impersonation uh, uh, impersonations. He was actually impersonating a lot of the characters from the Tiki Room and giving you um, like instructions. Like they say, you know, no flash photography. But he yeah. would talk like Pepe or or whatever, whatever the guy's name was. It was really good. That would irritate me. Yeah. No, I thought no, it was I'm great. No, I'm I'm sure you thought it was great. It would irritate me. Why? Because I want to see the show. Yeah, I don't want to sit there for 15 minutes listening to some guy yammer on. Yeah. I want to sit here. for 15 minutes and watch very, some birds. It was very yeah. engaging. It was really good. Okay. Was yeah. it... How do I put this? Was <laughs> it uh, jokes as good as the Jungle Cruise, or was it way better than No, that? like legitimately funny jokes. <laughs> okay. Like not corny. Okay. Not punny? Not, yeah, not... Yes, they were funny, not punny. Okay. No, they were very, but it was it was really good. I was actually quite impressed. Well, that's cool. I've been at night before, and I've never experienced that. So maybe it's that that okay. first cast member. But that's something to look out for. Yeah, it for was sure. Good um, I, I agree. It's more of the ambiance, mm-hmm. and I think for me, a lot of these things are just more of the ambiance, right? It's. Um, you know, you get the the fire at night. I mean, even just the sign to Adventureland's pretty rad. Mm-hmm. In, in, you know, at, at nighttime, but it, you feel more like in a tiki 
village, or I don't know if there's such a thing as a tiki village, but it just, I don't know, it's something I, different. feel like you're it. in the jungle. Yeah. All jungly. Right. And I don't know if people have really experienced that at, at night. And plus, when you're filing into the show or after the show, it still looks very cool because it's dark in the tiki room. And mm-hmm. um, so I really like it for that reason. Okay. I agree. I'll try it out. I hate it. You've never been to the tiki room at night? No. Really? No. Wow. I, I honestly, I've rarely been to the tiki room. I, so we used to make fun of my dad a lot because that was his favorite and we thought it was really stupid. <laughs> and when we, I went when I was probably like 12 and we sat in there and we have a, my family has a tendency to make fun of my dad, but like he has me and my sister and then my mom. So it's three girls and my dad. Yeah. And it's not a tendency. It's, they do it like that's their job. Well, that's true. Yeah. And so we just, we were like, you don't get to pick any more rides. Like, I can't believe we did this. Like, it was so boring. And so, like, his his <laughs> ringtone for my for my phone was always Tiki Room because, like, it was like a long running joke. And so, I didn't go. I didn't um, visit the Tiki Room until probably until our friend Matt told us. Like, started. It was like his favorite. And so, when we'd go to the park with him, we'd go in there. Yeah. And so that was probably five years ago. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. So now I have a, a totally different appreciation for it. Um, I think I did apologize to my dad, but no, I have not seen it at night. Look, Dad, I'm real sorry, dude. <laughs> I'm real sorry about this. Yeah. Um, okay, the next one I think you should do at night, or we all think you should do at night, is Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Yes, yes, yes. That yes. one, I mean, the effects in there scream out for, no pun intended, uh, scream out for nighttime, mm-hmm. especially in the blow-up room. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that ride at night. Yeah. You've at least done that at night, right, Darren? You said Thunder Mountain, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> I like, right. literally blanked on that word, and I'm like, I'm just going to guess what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, that is that is that that was on my list. That's absolutely one of my favorite rides at the park, and it is a thousand times better at night, but it's even a little bit better if you go right at dusk. Like, oh. right after everything has set, but before it's super dark. I oh, agree. awesome. Okay. I agree. I think it's, I think it's one of those rides that um, if you go when it's too dark, it can take away from the ride. So I think really? at dusk, I, yeah, because huh. I think you take in more of your surroundings, but the sun's not, like, beating down into your face. And, okay. I don't. Maybe it's, like, it's more like sunset, which I think a lot of those rocks are painted to look like like there's a lot of like more deep orange and, yeah, and, exactly, and yeah. you know pinks and you know those kind of hues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kind of like it when it's darker because it's harder for you to see what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um and as disorienting as that ride is typically, I like it more at night when it actually is very dark because I can't see the track as well and it kind of throws me around a little bit more because I can't anticipate where I'm going to go. Okay. So I, I do like it at night. But I do completely see what you guys are saying about Dusk as well. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know if I've ever ridden it at Dusk, but uh, I, I like it at night for a number of reasons. It's lit really well, of course. Uh, but then when you're up at some of those peaks, you can just look around and you can see the rest of the park lit up at night, too. And that's always fun. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the next one is probably my favorite thing to do at night is go ride the Haunted Mansion. Yes. yes, I have to agree with that one. And uh, one of you, I think one of you was asking why Honda Mansion, or maybe not. Maybe I imagined no. that. Oh, okay. I think, think when I added that to my list, I just wrote obvious reasons okay. <laughs> as my descriptor. <laughs> okay, probably. I like the Honda Mansion because, again, I think the the way they light it oh, it's amazing. is it's great fantastic. at night. It's 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 just uh, it's it's just a great and- a great 
ride to ride at night. And to be perfectly honest, I mean, the line for the Haunted Mansion during the day, I mean, it it kind of sucks. It's, it's hot. There's yeah. no shade. Yeah. So when you're going at night and you have all of this visual stimulation and it's the sun's not beating down on you, you can just really take in the surroundings so much better. Yeah. And again, most of the time, these rides don't have long lines because people abandon the park. Yeah. They don't abandon. Don't, don't get me wrong. There's still a line for stuff. But mm-hmm. like Haunted Mansion, if you're like an hour or two left on clothes, there's, you, you walk right on. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way around it. Yeah. And I, I think that it also um, heightens your anticipation for the ride because instead of it you know, being a hot day outside, you're worrying about that. You're worrying about the kids running around and all of that. It's now a little bit cooler. Um, and it's dark. You're about to go in and be haunted. And they got the music you know, going. It, it just right, it feels sure. like you're just getting ready for this this haunting thing. And also, I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Um, just real quick to touch on because we're talking about the mansion. Yeah. Um, my my boys have been on this ride a lot. You know, it is usually around Christmas time, and it's the Nightmare Before Christmas uh, overlay. And we went uh, two weeks ago. We went, and it was um, my oldest and my middle and I in a doom buggy. And I, I don't know. Did they make it darker? Like, I don't know what happened. Like, the kids were, like, shivering because they were oh, so really? scared. And it was, I mean, like, dark, dark. Like, it was not like I ever remember seeing it Aww. before to the point where I was like, all right, hurry up and get us out of here. It's a little scary. Well, really? And, and that bad? Yeah. I feel like I can I can sort of relate to that because when I was little, I remember like I, we would go to Disneyland like once a year or so. And as a kid, you can't remember from the year before. You just yeah. know, you know you've done it. Mm-hmm. There's a familiarity, but it's just as scary every time you go on it because you don't you're at that point where you don't know if it's real or not. Yes. And it's really scary. It was the same with pirates for me when I was little. But like it's that and and I feel like maybe that's what it was. It's like they don't know. Like everything is very real to them. Right. You know, as they're looking out of their doom buggy. Well, it does it, that makes sense. But I've been on it so many times that I'm normally not scared. And there were part, and not that I was scared like I thought something was going to happen, but I I remember being able to see details and as you're going to like the endless hallway with the candles that i couldn't see anything on the wall leading up to that so did you do this in the daytime or at night it was this one wasn't during the daytime because sometimes i think that when you go on that ride during the day it makes the actual ride better because your eyes have a hard time adjusting to the to the darkness but it should be Hmm. adjusted by then you have the entire elevator and the hallway i should be adjusted by then yeah I don't know. I agree. Maybe I'm just a wimp in my old age. I don't know. I do think that things have gotten a little darker on the Haunted Mansion. The last couple of times we rode, I think we talked about it too, especially in the hallway. Like, I can't see anything. But all the times, it's like, wow, it, there's kind of, you it's can see bright. a lot of stuff. So it just, it does just change every now and then. But I definitely think at, at, at night it's better. You just get into the story a little yeah. more. You get into the vibe of it. Well, more. and with us, like, we tend to try and make that our very last ride. And mm-hmm. if we're there till midnight, like, if the park closes at midnight, we try and get there 1159. Yeah. Like, we want to be the last person on Haunted Mansion. And I think cool. we've done it a couple times. We have. Nice. That's pretty cool. Um, um, the next one, Pirates of the Caribbean Caribbean. <laughs> Better at night or not? Absolutely. Absolutely. Think so? Twinsies. Why? Terrence doesn't believe you. No, because very similarly to the uh, the Haunted Mansion, there's something about walking onto that dark ride at night mm-hmm. and going through the whole, the John. <laughs> nice job. Thank I you. I don't know. <laughs> going through the John. Yeah, that works. John's is plural only. I don't think it's singular. 
what? You're a John. Now you're making up rules for, for the thing that doesn't have any rules? For the thing well, that doesn't John's, exist? John's would Whatever. Be I don't even like it. I shouldn't even use the word. Okay. Anyway, right. you get on the boat and it's dark. Yeah. And then you get off the boat and right. you're in, you're exiting the ride and you're in New Orleans Square. It just seems that much more real. Right. Like, I think that's what the nighttime does. It, tra- it transports you better to the thing. Exactly. And I think because everything's lit differently, obviously lit differently at night, it's lit at night versus yeah, the day. Right. But there's less people around there's to like pull, pull you out of it. And that's why I like the, the pirates. I do like it at night. I like just coming out of any basically show building at night. I don't know why. It's just it's a different experience. But Terrence, you look like you have a problem with this one. No, I, I mean, not a problem. Because um, I can't I mean, I personally for me, I don't I don't care either way. OK, I can. I love it during the day, love it at night. Um, but I've never I've never considered it better at night for that for that particular ride. You know, I um, uh, just because of the fact that as soon as you enter, not necessarily just the show building, but once you get to the wooden plank part of the line, mm-hmm. yeah. you're out you're outside right there. And so at night, I mean, normally you're walking right on. And so mm-hmm. for okay. me, unless you're talking about specifically about getting off the ride, then yes, I can understand that. But once you get into the show building, like you're walking right in. I don't know the outside. To me, the outside doesn't. It's, it's kind of lit up, but there really isn't much to see and much to take in. So I don't know. I agree okay. with you on what you're That's saying, but for me, it really is just that walking out. Like okay. it, it's it's very jarring if it's light outside. Okay. Especially if it's light and it's hot, and you're just <sighs> leaving this like really cool dark building. That's and New Orleans cool. Square is always a. That's actually a really good yeah, point. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then you're just like, oh yeah, that's right. Oh, there's all the crowds, and I, oh, I'm hungry. Like, but if it's dark and you walk out of that ride, you're just kind of like, yeah, I just rode that. That was cool. I don't know. It's a little different vibe for me. I agree. Uh, the next one is I, I put the caveat on it, but only as the, your last ride in the park, and that's the Disneyland Railroad. Ah, uh, that's a really good. For one. me, this ride is really cool at night. Um, because you get to go around and you get to see Disneyland at night from a different perspective than you normally do. Um, and then if you try to get time to be your last ride of the night, Toontown's a ghost town. There's nobody there. Mm-hmm. And most of the park is a ghost town, too, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. So it's just a different perspective. And that's really why I think at night that ride is 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 better. Yeah. Well, and also at the end of the night, your feet hurt. <laughs> There's another plus. <laughs> it's, it's a long ride where you get yeah. to sit down and just actually like – Rest take, because it's a long walk back to the hotel. Well, that's true, and, and just take in the park from from that vantage point for yeah. me is is why I love that ride. But it's also um, at night. I agree. You just see everything lit up, and it's. I think it's really nice. Um. Okay, you guys had on here Main Street in general, and I think yeah. a couple of you had Main Street. Uh, what is it about Main Street in general Deb, that you like about Main Street in general? At night, there's some. Well, it's obviously not as crowded. After the first parade ends and there's the mass ex- mass exodus, yeah, um, just that they have they still have the music going, but everything is lit up and it's just it sort of transports you. It feels quieter too. It's quieter. There's not it's a lot just, of people going, "Mommy, I want the thing." They have the the penny arcades all lit. Like there's just so much going on, and it's it's just so much easier to really take in the details mm-hmm. <clears throat> and just enjoy it. Like it's just so enjoyable. Terrence, you agree? It's good pictures. You can get a picture in front of the castle behind you without yes. 100,000 people. It's just true. Yes, my I, jam. I agree. For um, that, um, looking either looking either way, so looking down towards the castle at night mm-hmm. um, and just the um, old town, almost, you know, it was really weird, and I thought about this last time I was there, almost um, 
kind of a western feel to it, almost a little bit reminiscent of Frontierland in that area okay. right there. Um, okay. And then, um, you know, the castle lit up beautifully. And then, especially during Christmas, when you look the other way, and the Christmas tree lit up at the end of uh, Main Street. Um, it's just it's it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. And personally, I, it's the best time to go shopping. I hate going shopping yes. on Main Street yes. during the day. Oh yeah, I can't so, do it. No, um, it's terrible. No, it's just I. I agree. I think it's I think it's fantastic at night. I really do. All right. Um, <clears throat> walk around Cars Land. Yeah. Oh man. Oops. What did I just do? Uh, yeah, dude. Cars Land. It's 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 the best. We've talked about it since we had that preview. Yep. Right. Whenever the neon comes on, that's when you go there. You don't need to go to Cars Land. I mean, go through it during the day because it's the backdrop cool. is cool. Yeah. Right. Right. But it's just any other thing. But at night, it's entirely different. It's a transformed. Enti- at night, you're in the movie. Right. Yeah. You jump in your TV. And the, the, the lighting at the cozy cone is mm-hmm. all cool. It's just, it's really neat, man. I'd go a step further. I would say don't go there until night. Okay. I would. Um, because the lines for radiators, well, for Ridgeway Racers, what? <laughs> what Radiator, you know it's called? Radiator <laughs> Springs Racers, um, yeah. it's going to be absolutely horrible. Always. Um, and then if you have little kids, you're going to have to wait in line for Mater and all of that. But you. Don't even necessarily have to go on a ride if you go into that yeah. area at night. Yeah. It's just Completely that agree. cool looking. That's true. And then Radiator Springs Racers is even better at night. I love because it is better because at it's night. not yeah. is not as jarring. It's the whole the whole thing. It's not as jarring because you're going from the uh, loading area at night, nice, cool, and crisp into a dark a dark uh, ride, a dark ride and then coming right back out into the darkness and racing. You're so right. you don't have that jarring. You know the light all of a sudden hitting you when you come out to race. I think you're very fragile. <laughs> I think so too. Well, obviously, as Taryn said, my eyes don't adjust very quickly <laughs> right. to haunted mansion. So maybe that's the problem with that, right? Too maybe. And also, just I mean, this could just be my crazy, but um, I think for whatever reason during the day, I feel like it's hotter in rate in hmm. in. Whatever cars land, mm-hmm. like something about that black topped asphalt, like it so might be about, because they. I think I mean, heat radiate. Like I'm not even. I think I'm a little crazy. Like no, no. That, oh, but I it feel absorbs like the heat. It's I completely understand. Instantly hotter as soon as you go there. I think that during the day it is hotter in Cars Land because the sun's out, and I think when the sun goes away <laughs> and the moon is out, it's a little bit cooler. Yeah, well, the moon doesn't radiate as much heat as Obviously, the sun. Obviously, I'm. S- <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to to take it. I'm sorry. Oh, wow. Whatever. Whatever. Um, (laughs) The next one is the Jungle Cruise at night. Yes. I have to agree with this one, too. Yes. Why? Bev's shaking her head. Why no, Bev? (laughs) Full disclosure, I don't like this ride during the day. It's true. Either. Have you done it at night? I think it's worse at night. Really? Oh, really? Why? Because I think that, for me, it just, it's... There's less to take in. Like, there's the weird lights, and you can only see the one thing. You don't really get the full vibe of a jungle. I don't like it. Okay. I just don't like it. You don't get the full vibe of a jungle because you can't see everything. Which is exactly this is what, what you just said. And that was, see, that's, that's my point. Because but that's what I, I'm sorry, that's just what I don't like about it. But see, for me, it is a lot less cheesy at night um, as far as what you see because it's so poorly lit on purpose. And they still talk. No, no, no! I understand. I understand the skipper thing. That's funny. But, but as far as as what you're seeing, you're seeing exactly what they want you to see, exactly when they want you to see it, because they light the remainder of it so poorly intentionally. Mm-hmm. Um, I I love that. I love the once again the coolness coming off of the water, um, and then also when the ki- when when it thins out and the kids are gone, 
and there's no kids on your boat at night, the jokes are a little bit more risque than they are during really? the day. Oh, yes. Like what? Why um, do scuba divers fall backwards? Why do yes. they Terrence always gets the good jokes? I, well, well, that's because Terrence I think is a liar. That, I think I'm that, not a liar. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm not a liar. I think that they're air quote good. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm, come on. It's all relative. I mean, it's not going to be like, hey, you know, and freaking whatever, right. you know, Martin Lawrence jokes coming out all of a sudden. It's not going to be like that. But no, it's going to be. said jokes. <sighs> that dude Sorry. was funny. Yeah, no. uh, but. It's it's a little it's better because they it isn't the same. Oh, this is the backside of water. They'll go in a different direction because it is it's late at night. There's this no kids the, there. The butt of water. I mean, <laughs> well, I mean, it's even the, see the chat room. Um, the chat room earlier was saying the same thing because okay. they agree with me because some people have, have also seen this. Uh, but I do. Shh, Beverly, Bev is mocking Terrence. Right? Oh, I'm just stretching my hand out towards her jaw right now. But no, I, I think it's better. I think it's definitely better because of the lighting and also because there's a, a little bit more interaction. You know, you don't have, you know, 500 people waiting back at the queue to go on the ride. It's not like that anymore. So they can get into it a little bit more, maybe take a little bit more time on the ride. Okay. I've never experienced that again. Okay. But I agree with you. I think it's great. And I think it's just a good ambiance at night. And I think it's a ride that is um, very uh, missed out on at night. I mean, there's no line for it at night. It's walk right on. None. I yeah. like it. I, I but it, and it's cooler at night, like temperature-wise, obviously. The canopy, you know, the water is really nice. Yeah. And it's, there's something cool about being on a boat, yeah. even though you're on a track. I only like it at night, to be honest with you. Yeah. I only like it when we walk by it. That's my favorite I agree. To enjoy. I, I absolutely agree, but I like it less at night. Uh, You're here, not the only one. People in the chat agree with yeah, you. Yeah, people are saying they don't like it. Here's a controversial one. The Matterhorn. That's controversial? It's controversial. Okay. Taryn. Actually, hold on. You hold on. I like it at night because <laughs> um, every, all the effects look much better. Mm-hmm. Um, something about a roller coaster at night is much more appealing to me than a roller coaster during the day. I don't right. know what it is, just the cool night breeze or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but when you get out and you can you peek around, you can see the, the, the park. Yeah. Lit up at night. That's fun. Like, I'm always looking around. My, you know, oh, you know, looking at the thing. I'm not looking forward. Oh, I'm having a great time with my back and tractor. Right. Uh, you know, I'm looking at the parks. Mm-hmm. Um, do you guys agree? Yes. Terrence? I don't think yeah. I've ever ridden it at night. <gasps> it's way better. All right, Taryn, go ahead, please. I, I mean, I, I, I don't disagree. Sure, uh-huh. it, it, it's fine. Here at we night. go. But it's like tearing it, on the back foot now. No, it's just that's it's it's generally my problem with that ride is that yeah. there's it's so rockety, it's so like hurts my back. Like I'm I'm bracing the whole time, and so I'm so focused on like not getting a headache. Yeah, that. I can't, I, I can't look over to the side of me, like, where I want to. Like, especially, like, near Alice in Wonderland, where, where those two rides meet. Like, I, I always okay. want to look over there. I can't. Because as soon as I do that, we're going to hit this weird curve, and then I'm going to, like, break <laughs> my neck, and I'm going to yeah. be complaining about it for the next three days of our trip. Like, it, it's true. just not worth it for me. So, okay. yeah, I just... I, I guess I would just rather not ride that ride, but especially at night. Because at least during the day, I can kind of, like, focus more on the ride, as opposed to, hmm. like... Interesting take. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I've always liked the ride more at night, but especially with the new effects, I think that they get you a little bit better during at night than they do Agreed. during the day. Yeah, and I that's why I definitely because before I'd be like, uh, you know, okay, either way. Now I'm like, yes, okay, definitely at night. I've never ridden it at night, but I kind of think I can I can imagine that like the the part where. I was going to call him a Wookiee. He's not a Wookiee. The the guy, the Sasquatch. It's a Yeti. Yeti. Harold. Yeti. Yeah, Harold. <laughs> is he still called Harold? I think, I think he is. But when he's uh, behind the ice, like, that does get a little washed out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I can I kind of understand what you're saying, but okay. 
Well, something to try. The Wookiee. Well, I mean, I knew it wasn't a Wookiee. I just knew, like, I just... (laughs) Close enough. He wouldn't even be trying to get you. That's the problem. He's trying to hug you. Yeah. Uh, That would actually be so much better of a ride if it was a Wookiee trying to hug Hug you. you. (laughs) (laughs) If they really want to Star Wars up this place, that's what they should have done. wow. Overlay. (laughs) That would be cool if, like, one day just have it Chewbacca. Chewbacca? Chewbacca. Chewbacca. When this happens, we know they're listening. (laughs) (laughs) They taping. Um, Okay, the next one is, I think it was Bev's, uh, because it's called Mickey's, actually it's called Mikey's Wheel of Terror. (laughs) I had a stress. That's the one in Knoxbury Farm. That's the knockoff over there. Uh, Mickey's Wheel of Terror, which is the fun coaster or whatever. Which is the, it's the... Ferris wheel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fun coaster. Oh, did fun I coaster. Call, why did I call it a fun coaster? I don't coaster? even know. That's <laughs> not even a thing. Wow. Okay. Mickey's Wheel of Terror. Bev, why is this your uh, Why is this your, your go-to at night? Why do you like it at night? It takes you up. I mean, if you can get on before they close it down for World of Color. Yeah. <clears throat> it's fun. It takes you up super high. Everything's lit up. You can see for miles. Mm-hmm. I just think it's pretty. Okay. And it's real scary when you're in the swinging ones and you feel like you're going to die. Ugh. Nope. Taryn, do you feel the same? I hadn't thought about this one at all until Bev brought it up. But yeah, okay. I, I have to agree because no matter what, the view from up there is amazing. It's amazing. Right. So yeah. at night, it's got to be even better. All right, Terrence. Um, I did it one time. I did Mickey, Mikey's. I did Mickey's Fun Wheel <laughs> Are you one a time. Yeah. Um, and I did it in the swinging buckets, and I looked like a spider monkey because I had, <laughs> I, I was gripping the bars with my hands and my feet somehow. Yeah. And, and I, you're pooping in your hand yeah, and throwing it in. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, no. I think that it would be a great way, a great way to see the park. All the nopes, okay. not happening, <laughs> not happening. Well, also Fair another enough. plus is like um, one of the things that you're really worried about on that ride is dying, um, and you can't really. I think it's it would be less scary because you can't even see your way. Like you can't see how far down you are. It's not in pitch black. You can still see the ground. And I mean, Mickey Mouse is all lit up too. It's just yeah, it looks look cool. Down. It looks super cool. Crazy. Have um, you done it, Bev? Oh yeah. At night. Yeah. In the swinging ones. I om- our family's only allowed to ride the swinging ones. I'm sorry. Ah. I'm sorry. What? It's a Sam and Abby thing. My I personal mandate. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Yeah, I've actually started started to like it. Oh, you're insane. Stockholm Syndrome. Yeah, that's Absolutely. True. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, okay, and here's our last one. Now, somebody is trying to mess with me because they put Tower of Terror. Oh, too I didn't soon. say Tower of Terror. I did. <laughs> <laughs> because it will forever be Tower of Terror that's to true. me. Yeah, you should try the Tower of Terror uh, goodbye party for 150 bucks a pop, something like that. You should <laughs> yeah. check that out. Mike. It'd be great. <laughs> John's a great. Uh, yeah, when when, the, when basically the best part about that, Rob, the queue is cool. I don't know. I just there's something about the way the show buildings are lit up at night yep. when you're approaching them is really cool. But yeah. Uh, yeah, this one I agree. When the doors open up and you can see the park and you're checking it out, and I think that's really cool. And then you yes. drop and you put for like. <sighs> 0.5 seconds, and then you remember that you're about to fall. But it's an awesome 0.5 seconds. It's so true. That was my favorite That's part true. always about Tower of Terror. Is and they timed it right. So just when you're up and it opens for about four seconds, so you go, "Oh my god, we're up!" Oh, hey, that looks really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hated that. All right. Hated it. Very good, everybody. I think hopefully people will uh, maybe stick around the park. And actually, hold on. Everybody, no. Actually, it's opposite horrible. day. Never <laughs> just leave the park at six every night. No, but I, w- I sometimes wish our park was open a lot later, like in Disney World. 
Because at Disney World, there's a lot of people that come out at night because it's much cooler. Mm. Mm-hmm. Especially DCA. DCA always closes at like 9 or 10. And I'm like, why are yeah, it's you like just an hour or two before open till the same time? That's just, there's not enough. I don't Is it know. because of the alcohol, do you think? No, well, possibly, but I think it's just there's nobody over there. Attendance for that area is is lower. Hmm. Um, but I would I would like for it to be an experiment. They just keep it open the same length of time as Disneyland. Just see what happens. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's actually a really good idea. Just to see, yeah, man. Just, to, just see. to see. Or leave or or shut it sh- shut Disneyland down at like n- midnight. I almost said noon. Right. And then um and leave DC open to like one. I bet people would go, oh, but it's pro- would obviously probably not enough to really warrant it. So that's well, those are probably idea. not the people they want there. Is, is really the people who are out at one in the morning going, yeah. I'll take a torpedo. No. Exactly. No, no, kill no. Kill the no. alcohol. Kill it at yeah. nine. At, kill the alcohol at nine o'clock. Nine. You're, you cannot nine. feed oh, people. Man. I'm just saying you can't feed people alcohol at one o'clock and then say, all right, go to your cars. You can't do that. No, so you have to have a cutoff point. Yeah, but I think that's nine? why I think that's why they do ten. I think that they figure most people head over to Disneyland, sober up or throw up on Indy, and then head home. <laughs> I need to feel better. They haven't been with us to Carthay. That's true. Uh, let's do some some fun things. Present and future with all the news that's fit to cover. It's the ears up Disney news. All right, let's just pull this band aid off right yeah. now. Uh, new pirates set to join the crew of Pirates of the Caribbean Caribbean at Disneyland. Uh, this change has already happened in Disneyland Paris. Um, and um, it's going to happen here in our park as well. So what they're doing, I'll spare you the Disneyland blog stuff, but apparently what they're doing is the went the buy a bride, the winch uh, scene. Terrence is ready to hit something. We wants the red head. Yes. That scene. That scene. They're getting rid of it. <laughs> And they're turning they're turning it into a a pirate auction for like chickens and stuff. First of all, pirates didn't buy chickens; right. they stole them. I appreciate sure didn't true. buy much of anything. You're right, um, except wives. Right, apparently. Um, and except then for redhead. And then the redhead uh, is now a pirate. They're making her a pirate. And there's a sketch on the Disneyland blog. It's a concept only. Um, and. Um, yeah, it's it, it bothers me a little bit, and we're going to talk about it on The Secret Show. So yes. if you want to hear about that, sign up to be a Patreon supporter, at least at the $8 a month level, and you'll get all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You'll get our hot takes on it. Um, but for now, all, and the, the audio scene is going away. I don't know uh, if the redhead stuff is going to be there or not. The I'm sorry, the what scene? The the audio scene. The audio uh, stuff is, oh, uh, is oh, okay. good. You know, I'm sorry. Changing the audio. Right, right? No, I got didn't know what you're talking about. Sorry. Um, yeah, it's it, it bothers me, and and this mm-hmm. is kind of like this is the air of the room right now. Is is how do you feel about it? And I don't know. I mean, I do know. I know. I'll, I'll, go ahead. I have a feeling. But it's just a feeling that tonight's going to be a good. No, um, I have a feeling. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that because of how well the pirates ride at Shanghai is doing and the fact uh. that that's solely based on the movie that we're going to see Disneyland, Disney World and Paris eventually be based on the movie. I think this is the first step mm-hmm. and I think eventually you'll see that character become the Kira Knightley character from the <gasps> movies. 
that is what my feeling is, is that they're going to move in that direction, where it's not just Jack Sparrow <laughs> hiding, and, and what, it's going to be incorporating the, all of the characters from the movie into the ride and completely retheming the ride to being a Pirates of the Caribbean, a, a billion-dollar you know, movie thing. You know, There's no way they can do that. I, I'm telling you. Well, Mm-hmm. Two years ago, you would say there's no way they're going to change that scene. Five years ago, you'd say there's no way they would change the, uh, change the chase scene. They already started moving in that direction. And with Shanghai, really, I mean, they're, they're killing it. You cannot incorporate all the things that Shanghai is doing as far as technology is concerned into that ride right now. You can't do that. But you can definitely incorporate. I mean, you're trying to reach a new generation. There's still movies coming out, and that's what people know. I'm, I'm I'm willing to bet that's the direction they go. Well, first, I'm I'm hoping that you're completely wrong. Word. So am um, I. But I will say, I have not seen as of yet a single post, a single comment, or anything that of anybody that thinks this is a good idea. So my hope is that Disney would also see that and and backtrack if that is their plan, knowing okay. that no one is happy with it. Right. That's my hope, is that if you're correct, that they're listening to their constituents. I, I completely agree with you. I really hope that they do. Believe me, I do not do not want this to happen. But but because of the fact that this the, the movies have been blockbusters and there's no real end in sight hmm. as far as the number of movies they can make, they can branch off in so many different directions that if they wanted to theme this around something that they know will make money, that's the easiest way to do it. And they've already proven that it works in Shanghai. Yeah. What, what I... Besides the obvious, what I dislike the most about this is that Disneyland, for me, and I think for many, many people, is that it represents a certain level of nostalgia. And if they're going to go in there and start messing with that ride and that nostalgia, what is safe? Right. Like, what are they? What are they not going to touch? Well, and, and ruin, ruin, and ruin. But I agree with you. And then also, Just kidding. you know, with um, uh, Mice Chat, you know, okay. with the article that came out there, it was there. That slant was more of a "What are we teaching our children with that scene?" kind of a slant. What were we taught? Which I I feel I feel as though if you're worried that your kids are getting terrible values from a Disney ride, right. then maybe they're not getting their values from the, the right place. Um, but I mean, literally all of the stuff in that ride, if you really think about it, it's pretty terrible. You have a, a wife telling her husband, "Don't snitch." Because snitches get stitches, basically. Right. You know, yeah. you have you have drunken. Don't tell him, Carlos. Right. Don't tell him where Jack Sparrow is. The right. criminal. Right. You right. have you have drunken pirates showing no gun safety at all, shooting each other at the end first of, of, all, of the thing. First of all, the Jack Sparrow out. isn't a hero. He's not. He's a criminal. So, he's a mess. Right. So why are, why are the townspeople protecting him? Exactly. It's a stupid. It's a stupid way for them to crowbar in the thing. Here's my take on it. I think that it's. If they want to update the ride, update the ride. Okay, that's fine. But you're me- there's there's half a dozen other scenes that nobody cares about yes. in that ride. Right. That that's, that scene could be put in the end 
mm-hmm. the Jack Sparrow and pull the Jack Sparrow because it never looks good anyways. Right. Pull out the entire you know like the um, the, the the transition scene when like the the roof is falling down mm-hmm. on everybody. Maybe the redhead is in there escaping or something like that. Right. right? Have it be have it have, have do do that. But please don't change iconic scenes. In the ride that people still still queue up for hours yes. to ride. That's what I never understood about about this park, man. Is I, I get that you want to tie in IP. I get that you want to make changes to be socially and culturally aware. Totally understand it. But there's some things you shouldn't touch. I agree. Pirates of the Caribbean is one of those things exactly. you shouldn't touch it. Just leave it alone. If you want to freshen it up, that's fine. But to change the inherent nature of an entire scene, I think it's I think that's doing everybody a disservice. Now. Do you want to talk about selling women and whatever? Okay, fine. I guess that's wrong. I'm just kidding. Of course it's wrong. Everybody knows it's wrong. No, but if you're relying on if you're relying on an animatronic display to teach your children about social values, then you're a terrible parent and and let me know your name and address so I can call social services. And oh, I just Evo broken. She broken. I kind of lost my train of thought. That's all right. But it was. I mean, we can move on. We're going to talk about this at the, yeah. during the secret show, so we can move on. I do want to well, just play devil's advocate real fast, and of course you do. And I mean, we all know that Walt was um, always trying to be hip with the times, and do we? I mean, he always wanted the the new and the latest. Like, are we sure that he wouldn't have? Loved this idea? Doesn't matter because that's one of those arguments that people bring up when they have no real argument for themselves. It's Walt would have wanted, or it's not what, not what Walt would have wanted. There's no way to know. Walt had terrible ideas. Walt had great ideas. Mm-hmm. That's just what. That's the fact. Of the na- so that's the nature people. of it. What I, look, look at this scene. That's so horrible. here's a concept. There she is with a gun on her hip, standing there over a barrel, and there's other women bringing out their belongings. So instead of saying, uh, "Okay, you know, uh, it, it's not okay to to you know raid and pillage and plunder," uh, you know, we're not going to do that. But it is okay for uh, for you to hold people at gunpoint and take what you want and Thank then you. sell it to other people. So at, at, I guess my take on it is: At what point do we stop? At what point do we say, hey, I, I understand that things in, in, in this ride aren't historically accurate. They're probably not even very nice. Right. But it's not nice to burn an entire town down because you're drunk. So are we going to change that scene also? You're right. It's probably, well, it's probably very nice to get drunk on a run with kitties. So that can stay. Right. right? But it's probably not very nice to stab people and leave them on a deserted island. Right, and it's probably not very nice to bombard a town or bombard a city or to drown to literally torture somebody yeah. to find out where some other guy is. So the whole ride is just wrong. Yes, exactly. So wh- where are we going to stop with the changes? And I don't know. I don't have the answer. Like I said, I'm fine with you tweaking the ride a little bit, but there are way- there are better ways to implement the um, the the redhead being a pirate and not somebody's property. Right. Make her escape down the the thing. Right. And that to me is much better than oh now she has a gun and she's holding it against other people in the town to steal their stuff. You're just completely So now instead of being a victim, she's an oppressor. There you go. Here we go. We're moving on. <clears throat> Apparently there's a rumor going around right now and you know how we feel about rumors, but uh this one is pretty uh, it's an interesting rumor for a topic. Um in uh, I think this is at the Disney Resort. I believe it's in Disney World. Okay. It's in Disney World. Um, this time it's being reported that Disney is offering gift cards at select resort hotels in lieu of housekeeping services. 
What? In other words, if you forego housekeeping or mouse keeping, no. as some people call I know those people who call no. it mouse keeping Are do the worst. need to be slapped. Just stop. Um, <laughs> if you forego housekeeping, Disney will give you a $20 gift card as a thank you for each day that you decline the service. Uh, yeah. Okay. Um, I don't believe that. I, I agree. And so a lot of people are saying, uh, "Yeah, but you know, maybe we can have t- if we're gonna if we're gonna have tears for everything. Let's have tears for this, John. Let, let's have tears for. Uh, so I don't care. You don't need to come make my bed, but what I do need are fresh towels and 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 take out my garbage can. Right. And for that, I want a discount. Or hey, here's a here's a package for a room rate. And then this is my idea. And then um, at the time of placing a reservation, you can add on. Your housekeeping with services. housekeeping or without housekeeping, right? So give me a discount. I don't want a twenty dollars gift certificate or twenty dollars card because you know they give you the card and you throw away the card. And it's going to landfill. Just give me a discount straight up on the room, and then I will add on. I will add on my housekeeping a la carte. Hmm. And then the full you have the full John. <laughs> and now I'm just doing it to be yes, you just are just to make me annoyed. Turd, yeah. Uh, I don't know. So what do you guys think about that? Would you forego housekeeping services for twenty bucks to spend? I forego housekeeping services for free right now. So totally. absolutely, right. yeah, absolutely. Right. I I hate housekeeping. Actually, I make my own me bed. Me too. You make your bed when you're in a hotel. I do. Uh, what? Crazy. Do you make your bed every day? I do. <laughs> oh uh, my god! Do you ever go around the corner, what? down the hall, yeah. turn a quick <laughs> left? I will. All right. Abby does too. It's wow! One of the <laughs> literally rules we have in our house. You have what? to make the bed every day. I've the bed never every day. been that person I made my ever. Bed in a week. Uh, this is an interesting um, note here. I won't get too far into it, but apparently the Wall Street Journal is citing um, lower ratings um, at the Disney Channel, which is its kid-focused cable TV channel. Um, young viewers, who may many of whom grew up watching YouTube and streaming videos from Netflix, are less inclined to watch cable TV the way their older counterparts do. That has hurt all media companies. But for Disney, which is already dealing with the rising cost for sports content at ESPN and a decline in viewership over there, a loss of younger viewers is particularly worrisome. Um, SNL Kagan, an industry consulting firm, told the paper that the two Disney-owned channels, which are Freeform, formerly ABC Family, and Disney Channel, each lost around 4 million subscribers over the last three years. So people do not care for the Disneyland programming. Wow. Wow. Or the, the, Disney, the Disney Channel, Channel program. Yeah. And it's, you know, you get, I mean, we've talked about some of the dumb shows they're doing. They're, they're doing the vampire boy band show. Yeah. Do you think anybody's going to care about that? No. no. Clearly not. I wonder if it has to do with also like the decline in people having cable and just yes, watching Netflix. That's part of it. And that's what they're, that's what they kind of talk about in here. But, uh, you know, for the most part, I mean, you can go on and, and get, a, I think, a Disney Channel standalone like streaming subscription or something like that. Yeah. So um, people just aren't doing that. Hmm. Who's ready to cry? Me. Oh, no. I'm Terrence I is always crying right now. No, I've been real emotional today. I'm probably going to do it, too. Uh, actually, I'll save that one for later. Uh, here's a good one. Here's two. What a tease. He's two. Um, I'm just going to cry over this story no matter what it is. Two Disney World. You might cry over this. And two Disney World related stories. And we'll get to the crying one. Uh, so we, I, I've yet to find them for, uh, for Disneyland, but I've always wanted to do this. It's something on my bucket list, and I think we should do a show about it. The uh, Disney World Candlelight Processional Narrator and Dining Packages. Okay. Have yeah. been announced for 2017. For Disney World, where they have a celebrity guest come in and read. 
read some John, I don't know what it is, and then they do a candlelight processional down Main Street, and it's a whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. Sounds amazing. Um, so here are your, ladies and gentlemen, presenting your 2017 Epcot Candlelight Processional Narrators! Sorry. Um, sounded like regulators. Stand up! Mount <laughs> up! up. Thank you, Mount up. It was a cold black night. A clear wide room. I knew that whole song. Snap. Go on. Can't be some geek off the street, Terrence. You gotta be handled. You gotta be handy with the steel. You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Seriously, sitting here waiting to hear the rest of this. Yeah. Okay. So far, the following narrators are confirmed: December fourth to fifth, Pat Sajak. Okay. Wait, what was he from again? Love Connection? No. Bro. Wheel of Fortune. Oh, Wheel of Fortune. He's still oh, from Wheel of Fortune. John. That was uh, Chuck Woolery. Yeah. Chuck back Woolery, in two and two. Right. Back in two and two. Two and right two. Right back at you. <laughs> two and two. Interesting. I'm not a huge fan of his voice, so I don't really like that I don't know his voice. Uh, Trace Adkins. I don't know who, who this person is. He's a country is. singer. Country singer. Oh, December 15th through 17th. I can't believe I knew that. Uh, December 18th to the 21st, NPH. Oh. <gasps> Neil Patrick yeah. Harris, I would love that one. Oh, that's, oh that's the one that oh my god! Oh, for sure. Yeah. December twenty fourth, uh, twenty second to the twenty fourth, CCH Pounder. What? It sounds. That that's a name. <laughs> Google, somebody Google that. It sounds like one of the engines at the Disneyland Railroad. Oh, apparently it's somebody. Oh, it's that chick. She's from the. She's from the Shield. Cool. Um, all right, and then. <laughs> December 25th to 27th, which, if you, uh, come on, on Christmas, you can't get an MPH, Jackie Velasquez. It's pronounced Velasquez, and she is a former Christian music artist. Oh, my gosh. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. Why is she former? I didn't know that she was. Oh, I think she's mainstream now. She's just... She's not good. Is she Christian still? She wasn't good. They got her for the 25th. I mean, for on Christmas. She probably because of all the yeah, Baby Jesus songs. Uh, that's pretty cool, though. Uh, the Candlelight Processional Dining Package uh, includes a meal at a participating restaurant and whatever. Anyway, so check it out if you're if you're inclined to do so. Um, here is a sweepstakes, everybody, and I want you guys to enter because... <laughs> okay. Okay. So it's, there's something on ABC called The Chew. Yeah, it's a food show. I figured that. I figured that. It could be a dog show. I wish it was a dog <laughs> show, actually. Uh, the Choose Magical Culinary Adventure, uh, presented by Ranch Out with Hidden Valley. So Ugh. you can. Uh, I know, <laughs> right? Valley Ranch For is real. the worst. Yeah. Now none of us are going to win. Um, if you want to win a trip to Walt Disney World Resort during the International Food and Wine Festival, which is yep. like September-ish or whatever, uh, is giving you uh, th- and three of your guests. So That's perfect. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we all got to enter this thing. You get um, a vacation at Walt Disney World Resort to experience all four theme parks, which I, I wish they would tell you, like, oh, only two. <laughs> yeah. uh, and stay in the middle of, uh, of the magic at a Disney Resort hotel, a $500 Disney, Disney gift card, and then they have to tell you, which could be used to shop at select stores at Disney Springs. Thanks. So it's a gift Got card. It. Got it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Plus the opportunity to attend a live taping of The Chew at Epcot. I'll pass. Right. Uh, join The Chew as hosts uh, as the hosts celebrate life through food with live music tasty eats and world renowned drinks to brighten your vacation vacation at Epcot International Food and Wine Festival so here's how you enter wait 
And with this experience, you get to watch a live taping of the show in front of the spaceship Earth after savor delicious dishes from the market. Okay, blah, blah, blah. Go to MagicalCulinaryAdventure.com. MagicalCulinaryAdventure.com. Here's the rad thing about this, about this, John, right here, okay? Is that you can enter once per person per day. Oh, nice. Okay. So most most contests, you just enter once per email or once per household, and that's it. You're just entered. Daily, you can enter. And I read the, the, the fine print because I'm like, oh, if I have Taryn uh, enter as well, because sometimes people have one person per household, so that means... You have to use a different address. <laughs> you have to use a different address, yeah. Um, and your maiden name. Right. <laughs> right. Um, which is pretty cool, man. So anyway, check it out. Um, it started on June 29th and ends on September 15th, otherwise known as the promotion period. Um, so enter, folks. And then look, yeah. if you only have two people in your uh, <clears throat> in your family and you want uh, somebody else to bring, I'm available to rent. Oh, I'm available for free. Me too. I will pay you. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's cry. Oh, perfect. Let's cry and let's and then and then we'll do the fact of the show and then we'll get out of here, right? That's kind of all we had to do. Yep. Um, I feel like you're getting music ready. No, 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 I'm not. I, 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 I should. I'm trying to figure out where in this article to start. Sarah McLaughlin or something. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, so there's a dude called Havis Hurley. Okay. okay, and he retired from some sportsplex or whatever somewhere in the states. Um, he is a, he became a special needs bus driver. He came, came one of those in two thousand and six. Um, he over the over the years he said he noticed that while other kids got to take field trips, his passengers missed out. Special needs kids. Okay. Uh, he talked with teachers and parents and arranged a trip to the Memphis Zoo in 2011. On the way back, this child was 12 years old, and he said this was the best trip he'd ever had in his life, Aww. said Hurley, who is 75. That got him thinking about his younger days when he would, of course, he grew up in Fort Lauderdale and, of course, went to Walt Disney World with his kids. They stayed uh, all over the place. They did a lot of cool stuff, and he had a lot of those good memories. So, he... Um, got this idea to take kids with mental and physical disabilities to Disney World in 2011. Uh, and the first trip they went in was 2012. And that was followed by five-day excursions in 14 and 16. And fundraising is currently underway for 2018. He says, uh, we already have a waiting list. Um, actually, this is someone else uh, who's 31. She and her eight-year-old son, uh, Channing, have visited Disney with uh, Hurley, and they're looking forward to the next adventure. He originally opened the opportunity to kids on the bus and then expanded to other students with special needs. There were 45 kids and family members the first year and about 190 Wow! this past year. Uh, Hurley says, we've, we've got a lot of people from... Saltillo, Tupelo, Verona, Myrtle, New Albany, Thaxton, South Haven. He could be talking about the UK. I have no idea yeah. where any of these places are. Tupelo, um, Mississippi. There you go. It's, uh, he says it's really grown. Uh, Corinth Alcorn County Special Needs Kids Incorporated is the official name of the 501c3 nonprofit, but it's generally known as Havis's Kids. Um, Kim Ratcliffe, 44, who's a board member, says one special needs kid and one parent goes for free. That is awesome. That really is. That really is good. Yeah. Um, there were a lot of people to ride things with and walk around with and have fun, said Ciaris Corbin, 15. It's a fun experience because you're around a lot of other people. 
Sean Corbin and Channing Ford, who both have autism, enjoy different aspects of Disney World. Um, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. That's such an undertaking and so awesome. Dude, and so they're talking about just the range of disabilities that these kids have, you know, uh, including Down syndrome and cerebral palsy. One student has a brain tumor. Another is a service dog trained to recognize the onset of seizures. Um it's it's a whole bunch of things, man. So Disney gives Havis's kids a discounted rate and a bequest from the late Mally Norwood. I don't know who that is. Uh, help cover the cost of two 28-seat buses, which have reduced transportation costs from Corinth to the Magic Kingdom. But thousands of dollars have to be raised still for each trip. And Hurley says that's why we have to go every other year. Um, so they're doing about fundraisers and stuff like that. So anyway, if you guys want to donate, I'm sure you can look up Havis's kids or whatever. And I'm sure they have a website and... And whatever, and uh, you know, I thought that was really nice. Yeah. Sometimes we give me a little bit more faith in humanity. Yeah, totally. that's a good dude. Totally. I mean, I know we like to complain about stuff here on the show, but uh, you know, hey, man, for the most part, um, yeah. What an awesome thing to throw your money at! Like, mm-hmm. right? That's super Take cool. Take the man. money. Super cool. And uh, he gets nothing out of that. No, he, he, that is just he's doing giving, a good deal. That's he's awesome. Just makes him happy. That's yeah, awesome. for sure. Makes me happy. Uh, here's two other cool stories. Real fast. They're real fast. Apparently, at uh, Carabella's at the end of Buena Vista Street, the ice cream, John. In uh, Disney World? No, no, Disneyland and DCA. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have beer floats now. What? Gross. Yeah. Our friend Kyle's there. He sent me this picture. He just said beer floats. And it's, uh, there it is. It's um, sick. Made with, uh, let me see. I hope what some is kind this? of a stout. Right. It better be Henry's Guinness. Hard Soda, Coney Island Hard that's Root beer, beer, or, slow down, Guinness Extra Stout. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Root, that's okay. Yeah. 10 bucks. That's not bad. Oh, that's actually not bad. Beer actually, floats. that sounds pretty good. I, I take it back. Beer floats, everybody. Beer floats. I think he's drunk because he just goes, okay, I'm going to go ride the loopy loop. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> no one so, does. <laughs> it's it's uh, California screaming, probably. But That's I love true. Them. The loopy loops. And then last, but oh, God. Here, we'll talk about this one on the other show. Um, <laughs> but I do want to say that uh, if you guys are looking for uh, some good Trader Sam's Tiki music, Spectro yes. Radio, their yes. newest summer-only show. It's called the Trader Sam's Sunset Hour, now through Labor Day. Wednesdays and Fridays, 7.30 p.m. Pacific. Thursdays and Saturdays, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Oh. And, uh, he, I like that he, he was like, tiki music. he was really nice to both, uh, both, both coasts. coasts. Yeah. yeah. You got to do it, man. It's you awesome. got to do it. I'm, but, uh, I'm so excited for that. Yeah. So check that out. Check that out. Check that out. Okay. Let's get out of here. We're going to take a break. We're going to make a drink and then we're going to do the secret show. Um, but before that, we're going to do fact of the show. <clears throat> Over by Dumbo and other places around the parks, you will find a certain kind of rose called the Disneyland Floribunda Rose. It's the official rose of the Disneyland Resort, in case that wasn't obvious, and was hand-selected from hundreds, if not thousands, they say, of other Floribunda roses by the Disneyland Horticulture team. If you want to plant these at your home, which we've been talking about forever and we need to do on our new house, Taryn, yep. uh, go to the Jackson and Perkins website and search for item PP. Uh, pound sign, or I guess it's the kids call it hashtag, uh, <laughs> one five comma one one four, or just Google <laughs> Disneyland Rose purchase, and then you can you can buy that. Nice. Um, anyway, everybody, thanks a lot for tuning in. I hope you got a little bit out of the show. And uh, next time you're in the parks and you want to uh, go home at night, don't do it. Ride some of these rides that we talked about. It's a whole different experience. Until then, we'll see you in the parks. 